With more than 200 accredited courses and more than 1,000 videos, the Police One Academy is a powerful online solution that provides department training programs with features that reduce time spent on records and policy management, credential tracking, and more. It is law enforcement training made simple and effective. For more information and to get a 30-day trial, visit www.policeoneacademy.com forward slash policing matters. Hello, and thank you for clicking, and thank you for listening to Policing Matters, the Police One Podcast. I'm Doug Wiley. I'm here with Mitch Brulette um, with the Brentwood Police Department here in California. Uh, Mitch had the experience um, most cops don't get of when, uh, I think it was the organization called Dude Be Nice, uh, showed up here uh, to the high school, your school resource officer here in Brentwood, um, and surprised you with um, a tribute and a thanks can you tell me about that day? Yeah, well, first of all, I got to say it's it's probably one of the most humbling things um, that I've ever been a part of. Um, I came to school just like I normally do. It was business as usual. Um, one of my things is I have kind of a routine of going to classrooms. Um, on campus, it's kind of the normal for me to walk into a classroom. It's not where kids are expecting oh, my God, there's a police officer in my class. Am I who's in trouble? It's not anything like that. Kind of more of like my way of saying good morning to all the kids. So I walked into the leadership classroom, which is a a normal spot I go to. It's a very interactive classroom. Um, There was a lot of stuff going on, a lot of moving parts that day. But I kind of spent a couple minutes in there and I walked out. Um, I was eventually told that I was going to be interviewed by the Brentwood Press into regards to Um, some of the stuff that I do with the kids in regards to social media. So I was being interviewed by uh, Brent Kamlick, who ended up being the uh, CEO of Dude Be Nice. Um, And he was interviewing me saying he was from the Brentwood Press. And it was kind of, I should have known at that point something was going on because his interview skills were um, a lot bigger than just a local newspaper. Um, During that interview, um, I was interrupted by an assistant principal in regards to um, something that happened on campus or something that was being shared on social media involving one of our students. So they actually told me who the student was, who I knew very well. Um, it was a girl who was a soccer player getting ready to go to college um, on a, a soccer scholarship, um, someone I considered a friend. So to hear that she was posting stuff on social media that was inappropriate um, and parents were outraged about it, it kind of like sunk my heart a little bit. So then I walk into the principal's office. Um, she's seated at the at the desk. She's got her hands in her face like she's crying. And I was like almost like one of my own she kids. She was a good actress. Yes, very good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was convincing. <laughs> she's very convincing. So it was like one of my own kids getting in trouble. So um, I just, you know, reacted like I... I do with these kids and you know, I just put my hands on their shoulder and just said, Hey, it's, it's going to be okay. Like, let's get through this. And then they handed me the phone and they said the video was on the phone, which the video that they showed me ended up being more of a thank you video from students on campus um, for some of the stuff that I've done with them. But the other thing that a lot of people don't know is that that video that they showed me included all four of my kids. So they went and took the oh, time. Oh, that to wasn't video. in the final cut. I didn't right. know that. So um, that second or that, that thank you video uh, that they tricked me with having my four kids in there, that's really kind of, I knew that they went through a, a lot more to get 
my kids involved, not to mention everything that was said on, on campus. So, um, I thought it was over after that point, but thank you video was more than enough. Um, I Brent, out. Brent had other plans. Yes. And so I walk out and I could start hearing the crowd, like people cheering on the outside of the office. And immediately I started getting that like nervous butterflies and Sienna, who was the, uh, the girl actor or the student, um, I told her, I said, you got to have to walk with me. I'm not going to let you not, like, you're walking with me because I don't want to. It was embar- not embarrassing, but it was like, I told her, I didn't even know what to do with my hands as I was walking, you know. <laughs> like, so I walk out to a crowd of students. Well, you and, appeared to be a little bit in shock. Oh, it was, yeah, it was. Yeah. Unbel- I could not believe what was. And from there, I didn't even know what the, what was going to happen after I walked through this parade of students, right, mm-hmm. which was. Like I said, almost I was trying to videotape it myself um, so I could capture all this, not knowing that this was going to be some viral video. And then I come around the corner and the whole we call it the campus green um, is out there. And they put that uh, that fur coat with the the kind of a the yellow feather feathered yeah, bow around my neck. Um, they played a song from Macklemore downtown. They reenacted the video. Um, when I got on stage, my whole department was here, the chief on the way down, um, my wife, they contacted her to be here to be part of it. So it was, uh, uh, embarrassing is not the right word, but it's, it's so humbling that you don't know what to do with yourself. You don't know how to thank these people enough. And then, you know, I'm a huge fan of the drumline here on campus. So they Mm -hmm. had the drumline playing, um, the, uh, one of the seniors who was a, uh, Actually, he went to St. Mary's on a scholarship. He threw me a softball, which they gave me a bucket of softballs, um, which I keep in my office. That's uh, they all wrote on them. The kids from the the students from the school wrote on them with uh, you know thank yous and um, not to mention they gave me a Dan Marino signed jersey, Miami Heat tickets. Like it, I don't know, it was all humbling. And to think that sometimes these kids this day and age get a bad rap mm-hmm. and when you see something that big be done in, in a community like this, um, it's overwhelming. So it's, uh, I never imagined that this thing would have gone somewhere up to 14, 15 million views on YouTube. Um, I've received calls and messages from law enforcement officers across the, the nation. Um, I know there's people that have, uh, utilized that video, um, not only on as a model of a school resource officer, but also um, being involved in your community. Um, Dan Marino actually called me. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, so it's pretty, it's been a pretty, uh, and it doesn't seem like it ever goes away, like it resurfaces multiple times. So um, to me, it's a credit to what Dude Be Nice did as a, as a program. The leadership kids were the ones that chose me to be the recipient, which their leadership teacher, um, Jessica Van Carey on campus, here's the thing, not to go long-winded on this, but when I walked onto this campus, I didn't realize, I didn't understand the infrastructure of a school and really what makes a school, the culture of a school good. And Mm -hmm. that's all done through leadership. And the kids in there were the ones that chose me to be the recipient. And for them to pull it off, and to hide it from me, especially how much I'm in that classroom and in and out of that classroom, um, it was a good task that they did. And like I said, it was 
probably the most humbling thing I've I've been through. Yeah, they were, one of the kids was asked in the video uh, something to the effect of, um, "Do you feel at all bad about pranking Officer Mitch?" And they were like, yeah. "No, we don't feel bad about that at all." Which means that they have a very um, connected relationship with you. you. You've mentioned it a couple of times already that you are part of the fabric of the school. Um, I remember when I was in high school, and you probably have similar memories of there was that one teacher or that one person who was like, they just had that kinetic energy of that they exemplified what the what being, for me, a Panther was all about. And here it's Patriots. You know, clearly you're a Patriot. Clearly you're a person who wants to serve. Um, and I think that, like you'd mentioned earlier, some kids get a bad rap for not looking up to that, for not understanding that service, it means something. And these kids clearly do. Um, and as part of, you know, you said, I think 2,700 kids here. Yes. Um, that's, that's a really large number of people to be asking to row a boat in the same direction. Right. It's, you know, you've got kids from different cultures, from different backgrounds, from socioeconomic. And this school apparently for me outside looking in, has something very special going on. You agree? I do. And and what I try to do is I try to I try to make my I call it my rounds and the kids know. Um and that's in the morning and at lunch. Um and I try to make sure I connect with each one of the different demographic groups as you know, school these these students are creatures of habit. They all go to the same, you know, if they're in a group, they're gonna go to the same place each and every day. So one of the things that I try to do is I'm not just going to like a football game, you know, mm-hmm. I'm making sure that I'll go to a theater event or an art event or those type of things to kind of show, because what I try to treat this place is, is one big family, right? And if we're all kind of in this thing together, they'll have a better four years while they're at this school. So I do take, it's almost like the breakfast club, right? Mm-hmm. The different demographics all kind of come together at the right. end. And that's what I try to do. And each and every day I try to find a way to make those kids, you know, feel special about themselves. And if that's, you know, giving them a sticker, um, going by and having handshakes with them or, you know, high fives or those type of things. Um, I try to do that each and every day. And this school has done a great, and that's with the administration. That's with the teachers here. That's where everybody at this school has kind of come together. And it really has allowed us to have a safer feeling, a, a better culture, on the campus. Yeah, and you'd mentioned in that video that the last thing that you ever want to do is to have to take a kid into custody, um, and you, you've probably had to face challenges like that in five years. I think you've said you've been here. Um, how do you, I don't want to say recover from that, but how do you, if you have an event where you do have to discipline a student, and surely that's happened, what's the next day like? How do you, how do you become Officer Mitch again? So it's, I think it has to do with follow-up, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and us as adults, we've made a lot of mistakes in our lives, probably a lot when we were in high school. So if they do something that I would consider, quote-unquote, a dumb mistake, um, but yet there's you know penalties and they have to be disciplined for it, um, I make sure I, I still treat them with respect, um, explain to them the why, why this is happening. Um, I try to explain to kids before they even do stuff here is that everything gets magnified out of school, mm-hmm. right? You bring drugs, alcohol, it's going to get magnified while you're at school. Um, what I try to tell them is just out of respect for, 
for me and the work that I do here, that's not what I want to do. It, when I have to put ever have to put handcuffs on one of these uh, one of the students here, it's like it's like your own kids you're having to put. Mm-hmm. And what I do is in in the beginning of the year, the school year, as the freshmen come in, the sophomores, juniors, and seniors, they've kind of built a relationship with me already. The incoming freshmen, um, what I do is I do a presentation for them called "What's Your Story," and I share with them my story. And my story is not. I don't. I didn't have an easy upbringing. You know, I grew up in South Florida. Um, my mom, my dad was an alcoholic, um, was addicted to drugs, abusive to my mom. My mom had to had to work two jobs. Um, it was my coaches, my counselors, my teachers, um, and your grandma. Right, it's always your grandma that kept me out of trouble. Kind of guided me, and I, I'm not afraid to share that story with the kids. And I tell them during that presentation that the worst thing I can do is put handcuffs on any of you guys here. And that's not what I want to do. And it should be one of those days where I'm here as a resource. It's right. Our job title as a, as a school police officer, school resource officer is in our title. It's resource. I'm a resource for the students, for the teachers, for the administrators and for the parents. And it's not my job to enforce school policy, Mm -hmm. tardies, um, clothing dress like you know improper dressing those kinds of things that's that's not my role here and um not saying that I won't help in that area but that's not my role and so what I do is is when you build those relationships with those students from the very beginning um and you have to do something they respect and if I have to do my job and have to let's say take someone into custody for something they've done here it's almost like they're feel like they're disappointing me mm-hmm. and I've and and but I don't leave it just there. I'll follow up with them afterwards to make sure that, yes, let's get you on to the next thing. Let's find out what you're going to have to do to answer to this, but then move on past that. Yeah. Um, We're up against it on the clock. Uh, Let's come back again next week and talk about something that you and I both agree on, and that's the the influence that police officers, school resource officers, can have on recruiting uh, across the country and departments uh, here in America. Uh, thank, you, thank you again for li- listening to Policing Matters, the Police One podcast. I'm Doug Wiley.